Hey everyone, welcome to Our Kind of Homesteading. We're your hosts, Sherry and Shauna. And today we're talking about homestead myths. You know, all those things you think about when you think about a homestead, or maybe you've heard some random stuff about homesteads. You're like, oh yeah, it has to be that way to have a homestead. So we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff, and I'm sure it'll be super funny. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so our first homestead myth is you have to have animals to have a homestead. You have to. (laughs) You actually don't. It's You don't. And I, I actually just wrote a blog post just about this. Um, you know, a homestead can really be anything you want it to be. And if you're, you know, you have a little garden and you're making your medicinal stuff and you're wildcrafting or whatever, you know, as long as I think homesteading is just practice of sustainability and then like a, you know, a can do attitude. Like I can do that myself. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, um, for one of my new year's resolutions, like a few years ago, I had, it was, I'm going to do it my damn self. (laughs) That was like my whole New Year's resolution because I was tired of like, you know how you get in the habit of like asking your husband like, hey, can you get this done? You have like your honey-do list and you know, like how much shit actually gets done on your honey-do list. Like no offense to the honeys out there, but like, you know, damn, like get that shit done already. (laughs) I'm just joking. You guys are busy too. So anyway, so I had like a new attitude where I was like, no, I'm going to do it my damn self. I don't need you. I'm going to do it. So that attitude, but it doesn't have to deal with your husband. It can deal right. just, like, just-, <laughs> just for yourself. It's very empowering to be like, right. you know what? I even went in and I was like using some power tools like in the barn. It was terrifying, especially when I like turned it on. And you first like do that first like cut. I don't even know what the thing's called. You know the thing where you go down and you like cut the wood? What's that thing a called? saw? <laughs> A table saw. <laughs> Good job, Sherry. Look at her. She knows my sound effects. Zzz, zzz. Saw equals saw. Terrifying when you the first time you've ever used it. I don't know if you guys use power tools, but it was the first time I used it, and it was it was pretty scary. Um, now I'm used to it. Now I can go in there. I can cut up pieces of wood for whatever I need because I'm amazing. Yeah, but, and you're doing it yourself. I'm doing it myself. But before that, I would always be like, I need this cut for this, and blah blah blah. I wouldn't sound that nice though. But, um, you know, and accurate. Yeah. (laughs) Never that nice. Uh, my poor husband. Anyways, we actually just had, I just had posted on Instagram. We, um, this last weekend we were like all asleep and we had like this large tree, like fall against our house that was like out to the side of our house. It like fell against our house. And when she says large tree, this is one of the largest oak trees like on her property. It just, it's huge. It's massive. Uh, in every direction yeah just a massive tree that's been here for so long and it just well like yes yeah, driving up to your house today it was so weird. weird that like looking over and seeing that tree not standing i'm like oh my what the I hell what, how did well, that now fall? i like look out and i can like see like the Ew, neighbors your house. neighbors you're like i'm not supposed to be able to see your and they're house not, they're still like far away but you can just like that tree was like blocking it before and now i'm like ew ew like yeah no, not that annoying. not that i hate my neighbors i just hate seeing them <laughs> That sounded better. <laughs> anyway, so like we're like sleeping and this tree falls against our house. And I thought at first like our cat was falling out the window because like the screen was That's open. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it Does was... your cat normally fall out of your no, window? No, no, because okay. like I knew he was in the windowsill. 
It was like, and the window was open. Don't you have a screen? You know when you're sleeping and you're, shut up, Sherry. You know when you're sleeping <laughs> and you're like, yeah, this. and you, your brain doesn't, can't really work out what the sound is yet. Yes, no, I know. I get it. I get it. Okay, so all, all I you. was like, <laughs> all I was thinking was like cat claws like down the side of the house. That's what it sounded like, but like a thousand of them, like a thousand he's, cats falling he's like out of window. like that cartoon kitty like sliding yeah. down the side of your house. Was, yeah, yes, yeah, so, uh. exactly. But like, like I said, like a thousand cats falling out my window. That's what it sounded like. A thousand. I don't think you have a thousand cats, though. So, <laughs> anyways, yes. it was the tree. <laughs> it was the tree. And it was funny so because, sad. yeah, just like, you know, two days before that, my husband's like, "I need to cut this tree down," and I'm like, "No, you can't cut that tree down. I love that tree." And he's like, "It's gonna fall," and I was like, "No, it's not." <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna oh fall. damn it don't you hate when they're right i know you're, and you're, so when it falls you're like i was i knew it was gonna fall okay yeah. i wanted to see where it was landing that's and, why i didn't have you cut it down and i told him i was like you know what it, it didn't damage our house it did take out one of that chicken brooder luckily there's no chicks in it but um he was up like cutting it and stuff like that after it fell the next day and stuff and i went out and i got a picture of him up in the tree looking very irritated <laughs> with me but i i was amused that's all that matters <laughs> my amusement <laughs> he was like i told you it's gonna fall i was like yeah but now so you didn't have to cut it down it didn't really damage anything too bad you do have so to who really was right <laughs> he, me. Does, he, has, <laughs> he does have to fix the chicken bro- uh chick brooder but you know Nuance. Nuance. <laughs> One more job for your honey-do list. Uh-huh. Honey-do list. I'm not doing that my damn self, okay? <laughs> I don't want yeah, to. <laughs> I don't want to. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, anyways, back to our myths. So you, that had nothing to do with animals, by the way. <laughs> How do we get on that? You don't have to have animals stories, to have a home stories. <laughs> you can... Oh, yeah, like you said, the can-do attitude. That's yeah, we that's why we that. got it. Mm-hmm. Just, just, you know, and I think <laughs> if you have, like, that can-do attitude and a more of, like, a, like, can I make this myself, more or less? Like, instead of going out and, you know, buying a loaf of bread. Like, oh, you know what? Could I actually make a loaf of bread? And it's so easy, people. Look well, at our blog like post. That was, like, in our last, um, yep. our last podcast, we talked about just having that, that attitude of being, like, what can I make myself? What can I do myself over like I'm gonna go to the store and purchase this, right? And there's so much Just you can changing make. Your, that's it's your... weird actually how much you will if you start out on that journey of making things yourself instead of running, you know going out to the store and buying things. It's odd how much you can actually make. It's actually very strange looking back on how much we used to buy versus how much we're making now. And it's it's very empowering, very cool. And so I think if yeah, I don't. You definitely do not need animals to have a homestead. Hundred percent, no, no, you yeah, don't. Um, and. Our, our next myth is that you have to butcher animals, which obviously, if you know anything about us, it's not true because we don't kill any of our animals because we love them yep. dearly. Vegan, um, vegetarian over here. And yeah, yeah we're not going to do any of that. You know, any of the slaughtering, it just definitely does not speak to our souls, as no. we say. And um, we love all of our animals and... And we're not saying with those of you that butcher animals don't love your animals. We know. Yeah, and, no. And yes. I much... I appreciate the small farms that butcher animals over going to the store and purchasing most definitely because the dairy industry and the the meat industry are are awful the larger farms that you know they just don't they just want to make that yeah the commercial farms they just want to make that dollar over taking care of the animal so i'm i would i do appreciate the small farms the smaller homesteads so we're not saying we don't appreciate you guys don't take well and it's awesome you know that you can give an animal a really good life and like our one 
our one friend Casey. Hey, Casey. She always says they have, they just have one bad day. And it's true, you know, they have a good life up until that, you know, that butcher day. And, um, yeah, but you definitely do not need to butcher animals to, you know, claim homesteader status. No. And, and we have we have our chickens we get their eggs from. We right. have our goats that we get their milk from. But right. there's no butchering of any animals. We don't, you know, we have the alpacas that we get their fiber from. And they, you know, it's more of a symbiotic relationship. Nobody has to die. <laughs> 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 so, yes. We're, we're cool like that. Yeah. And our next myth is waking up with the sun. Um, no, my husband does, but only my because he has does. to be at work incredibly early. I'm still asleep, and we stay asleep until really whenever we want to. I don't know. Like, I just get up, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't really have a set schedule, and I know that's weird. I, know, I think that's another homestead myth is it's on, like, a this, this very tight schedule. No, it's not. Uh, we homeschool our kids. So our schedules are always very, very flexible. And then depending on my kids and who's going through what that day, right? If you got kids, you know what I'm talking about, right? One of them is always going through something, whether it's preteen or your five-year-old or your 10-year-old or I don't even, right? Anyways, we wake up, I don't know, I'm usually awake by eight. And then I am getting breakfast ready and going outside. And I usually will leave one of my girls in with the five-year-old and go out and get all the stuff done or we all go out and get the stuff done and then they go swim, swim in the pool while I'm finishing up you know in the garden and the garden mm-hmm. takes me forever milking and then my girls are responsible for feeding and watering everybody but yeah so it just I don't know it's like a day-to-day thing that we just kind of take it as it comes more or less yeah. so yeah waking up with the sun 100% no <laughs> yeah I I mean because that's I'm- too damn early <laughs> Yeah, no do likey. Um, I yeah, I we definitely don't wake up with the sun at all. I I feel like in the summer though because it gets hot where we live. Yeah, faster, yes. I, I I I do I do have a tendency to I hate setting alarms, but I will set an alarm if I if I especially if I know it's going to be like a hundred degree day. I'm like, girls, we're getting up at seven and we're getting our crap done because yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be out there at a hundred degrees. You know, I'm the same way. I I like getting up early in the summer just to avoid the heat. Right. Um, and getting, well, and making sure everybody's happy and has everything they need before it gets too hot. And you right, just, like, exactly. Making like sure everyone has enough water. So, so yeah. So, I guess it depends. Like, in the winter, I'm like, I'm sleeping in longer. But, you know, and your animals, like, and when we say, like, sleep in, it's not like we're, you know, going out there at noon. Right. Because, yeah, we have animals and they do want to be milked and fed. So Right. And they're screaming for you. <laughs> They'll wake you up. And the other reason I think we are not up with the sun, um, we are night owls. And yeah, honestly, we're out at night. I'm, especially when it's any kind of light from the moon, but I have also lights in the garden and stuff. I'm usually in the garden at night. And I, I love gardening. We at milk night. at night. I mean, you know, I'm milking twice a day, but I milk when it's like nighttime. Like I don't milk at five, I milk in at like 10 o'clock at night sometimes. That's like that's crazy. just, yeah. No, it's not crazy though. It's like it's totally just a, our schedule. It's, it's like, no, totally normal. The kids are swimming until whatever the yeah. heck. Night swims, night gardening, all oh the Oh, my gosh. Stuff. So wonderful, Last right? Last night was beautiful. I was out doing, like, random, you know, farm chores. I was – we had moved the goat, their little goat night pen, and so I was taking all, like, the old, like, hay and goat poop for the compost, you know? Yeah. And it was just so nice out. Like, I was like, God, I just so nice. be out here forever. Just well, and I stuff. like to be out there at night because – I mean, obviously, it's not as hot. And I, I don't know. I just like the nighttime. It's so relaxing, you it know? It is so relaxing. It's so relaxing being it. out there. 
I love it. Yeah. Um, so the next one is that you have to have tons of property. And I don't know if anybody has heard of like the micro farming, but that oh, is yeah. like a new thing. Yeah. Where it's tiny farms. Tiny farms. It's adorable. Where, you know, you have like a very small amount of space, um, to, to no space to where you live in an apartment you have to do a lot of the um like container plants and you know the up gardening. and downsies <laughs> <laughs> the vertical planting gardening ups and downsies, ups and downsies. <laughs> that is forever now how we will refer to that uh, change that hashtag everyone okay instead of vertical it's gardening. now upsy downsies gardening <laughs> it's like you're in alice in wonderland it's more whimsical that way um <laughs> Whimsical. It's a very nice way to say that. What it is. It's very funny. How would you say it? Some I, I, rude? I, yes. Yes, it would be rude. You're mean. You're mean. Um, anyways. But so yeah, yeah, you don't need tons the, of property to yeah, be well, a homesteader. Yeah, but people even um, can, you know, change out their their roof to like a garden oh yeah the, the living roofs yeah living so roof. awesome we so, have we have a, a neighbor not like too close to us but a little way down the street and they have a living roof they used to do a lot with it when we were first up there but now they've kind of let it go now now it's just a, a weed roof <laughs> <laughs> but it does look very cool still because it's yeah. like their house literally looks like it's built into the side of the hill and it it is i suppose it's just like it's crazy that's, it looks very very like it is it. it's very very like pretty you live in a hobbit hole yes yeah, they do i'm sure it's very very cute but um yeah. Yeah, but you don't need tons of property. You can have any amount of space, like Shauna said, even an apartment, and you can still do so much. Like, we're talking, like, you know, like, you have, like, your little, your little micro garden, your upsy-downsy garden. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you make – you can make medicinal stuff with wildcrafting. You can – you can well, go harvest wild crafting. That's the thing that's cool about like, wild crafting is like you, you do it you, anywhere. You walk around, you yeah. find you know your nearby fields of whatever, yeah. and you know you go go harvest all that chamomile or feverfew. There's so much that grows wild, dependent upon Stinging your location. Nettle. Stinging nettle, amazing, amazing. And um, so you can do a lot in a tiny space. I just think. Yeah, like we said earlier, I think when people think homestead, they automatically think animals. And that's just not how it is anymore at and all. And that you have to have, like, a, a bunch of properties. Right. So, um, you know, if you are wanting to be a homesteader or you or you don't you don't think you have the space or you're trying to save up for, um, you know, a certain amount of money for land, you can start right now. So don't think you – don't let that stop you. My dad always, like, whenever – we're talking about like working out and stuff like that he's like well don't let it stop you that you don't have the right shoes like just get up and do it like it shouldn't matter and that's the same thing with anything actually but like homesteading too like don't let like those little things stop you like do what you can like where you can and then then it, it kind of makes it easier for when you do eventually get that property that you saved up for because you're already in that mindset you've already right know a lot of, you already have a lot of skills you already know how to make your bread and make your own medicinal stuff you already know how to you know make all of your own cleaning supplies like you're already just in that that flow, right? Um, right. So it's it's again cool. a mindset, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the next one? Okay, so growing veggies is more expensive than buying them. This can actually be true. Depends on what your definition of expensive is. If that's time, then hundred percent yes. <laughs> You are going to spend a shit ton of time in your garden, depending upon how big your garden is. That's a good point. Yes. If you, if you're, you know, if your definition of expensive and you're just talking about like monetary, then 
it, you know, not always. Um, I don't like obviously when you're first starting your garden out. Yes, there's going to be money that you sink into it. Obviously, fencing and beds and whatever you have. But once your garden is established, then you don't really sink that much money into it. Especially if you start with like the seedlings, growing the seedlings, and you know. You know, instead of buying like little plants, you start with seeds and save seeds. And as you, you save go. seeds as you go, and then you, you know, again, you learn how to, you know, get your seeds going from like those cucumbers you bought at that organic market down the street. I mm-hmm. mean, you're saving tons. You're actually saving money. And again, it's it is a lot of time that goes into it, but if you enjoy it, then it's well worth it. I both Sean and I really enjoy gardening just in general and we've learned a ton over the years and it's super fun and it's definitely a hobby and you know they say hobbies are never gonna actually make you any money but you know I love eating our own zucchini our own tomatoes basil I mean everything everything from your garden you know where it's coming from you know where it's coming from yeah I I definitely think it is like less expensive obviously because like the organic stuff that you'd buy at the store is oh, be so far more expensive. Oh, so expensive. Well, depending upon but, the size of your family, I mean But it can yeah, crazy. get I mean, I don't think you're going to save like a ton of money just because like you know, if you're spend if like you have to if you're not on a well and you're spending money on like water and Right, that is true. Yes. fertilizers yeah. and different things. It's going to come from something, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, and yeah, the the different things you have to buy like the DE the you know neem oil like there's so much stuff that goes into it that right you're like, right you're trying to like protect your garden from all the pests and stuff like that it just can get that determined over- to see you fail <laughs> yeah like for sure well that's the other thing too gardening there it's a steep learning curve and you're never going to stop learning as you garden even people that have been gardening or their whole lives they're still going to constantly be learning and like you know because of you know if things change over time and even our if our climate, climate seems yep. like it's getting hotter like you know we have to kind of change and grow and stuff like that so adapt. like ad- there you go that's a good word yes adapt to everything that's happening around you so it it can be defeating at times but very rewarding well and you know if like like I said if you enjoy it then it's worth it I think and I mean that's with anything in life right so yeah you, you just got to you know, I don't know. Grab the bull by the handles and be like, "Yeah, we're doing this. I'm I going to learn everything." I want to make like a everything. thousand above ground boxes, though. A thousand. I know. I need more. Well, I it, my husband's building me more, but yes, I'm very. I'm like excited I'm, and happy. And I know. Need, need more. I, I gotta like, have more. I yeah, above ground box beds, people. Garden beds. That's where it's at. I'm just gonna put that out there. No matter where you live, a garden bed is going to be your best friend. You put the wire on the bottom. And then you won't have Hardware problems with gophers, mesh. and that's, that's, it's that's just, the only thing that's driving me crazy. Yeah, it's flipping it's just, gophers. It will it will be very much um, time saving and just more rewarding. You're gonna have just better plants for it, and you're not, you're not gonna have to worry about all the every time you go out there like missing another plant that just got sucked <laughs> under the ground. Talk about defeating! It's like son of a <laughs> ah! And of like, course, you know, Shauna. I guess I definitely would not kill them any either. But Shauna, you know, we don't like to kill things. And, I mean, bugs and stuff, if they're on our plants, right? You put the neem oil on or whatever. But, like, gophers, like, we're not going to be like, we're killing all of you. And, A, uh, we don't believe in, like, the whole – well, believe is the wrong word. But we don't think that using chemicals, especially to kill things, like, is the way to go. Because then that's in your ground and it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. Um, and then we also just don't like to kill things in general. We think it's rude. <laughs> it's their home too. Yeah. And but the whole, like, Shauna's gophers are definitely <laughs> they're taking advantage <laughs> of me. 
Sean Evil is taken advantage of by a rodent. <laughs> they are. I told them I would share. And they they're like, are... you're sharing all of it. Okay. We get 100%. You get zero. That's the cut. <laughs> I know. I was like, my. You have a gopher mob in your garden. <laughs> I did. <laughs> they are the mob. I'm like, you guys are mean. Yeah. Um, you're ridiculous. They're taking advantage of me. <laughs> told them I would share. Damn it. <laughs> I, I didn't think they would eat onions. Oh, wow. That's crazy. They do? They ate most of them. I know. I have apparently. Like, I have like six. I'm like, thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah, they ate my flipping onions. They were I big, wonder why too. we don't have gophers. I do have some things in the ground. I'm going to thank my dogs. I think it's my dogs. I think They're, that's why we don't have them. What are you talking about? Your dogs? I don't know. They don't care. Do they? I don't know. My <laughs> dogs are pretty scary. I know, but they're not in your garden, the dogs. They're around it, though. I My dogs and I, Shadow Walker, our cat, sits in our garden most of the time. He, like, oh, he's doing a terrible job. Did you tell him he gets an F for well, gopher he, hunting? he usually just kills the birds, which I'm like, I want the birds here. I don't want the gophers. That's weird. Very weird. Bad job, cat. Bad job. But anyways. So what's our next? Oh, okay. Next one. This is a good one. You have to live off grid to be a homesteader. And mm, that is a good one. No. No, no, no. I don't know. I just like. You, I mean, there are people that yeah. are off grid and they and are more doing power it, to you. And, and that's like, freaking we have great. Our composting toilet. And we're just like amazing. And that's. <laughs> no, it's super. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, whatever works for you, right? Like, no, no. You, yes, boo. that's amazing. And I, and I am in awe of that kind of stuff slightly. But then I'm <laughs> like, but then I remember how much I love Target. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I, I'm good. I have been. I I really want to get away from like you know and I I know we do probably a better job than a lot of people but like get away from just like purchasing things like you know I just like feel, what I don't know I'm just your kids are not gonna let you make clothes for them so just putting that out there I would not I can't make clothes anyways they are both learning how to sew right now though they're both still of, not gonna want to make their own clothes yeah they're gonna make their own they're gonna make me some clothes <laughs> I'm gonna look super fly <laughs> oh my god okay. When and if that happens, you will see Shauna's new wardrobe on our vlog site. Lots of pictures of me in the clothes my kids made. Yeah. No, no so you don't show. you don't need to be live off grid to uh to be a homesteader. We definitely do not live off grid and I frankly personally I just wouldn't want to. It's just not my jam. That's great for those who that is your jam. That's awesome. It's just not mine. I'm just, no, I'm good. You guys, I mean, I mean, I know you don't live off grid, like, you know, whatever, but, you know, you have a well and stuff like that. Like, it's Well, no, we, we live, I guess, more, I guess there's definitely different tiers to living off grid, right? <laughs> no, I mean, but people that say they live off grid, like, you know, I expect them to have a composting toilet and, like. And, well, and I expect them to live, like, two hours in civilization. Solar and, like, panels, up in the mountains. Like, if, like, I don't have neighbors for 200 miles each direction. I mean, I don't know. That's, like. What I think. Am I, I, am I off base? Like I just, no, I think, I think you're right. I think okay. it's like Alaska, like living. Thank like you. That's what I think of. And that sounds freaking awful. Can you imagine? No, it's not for me. Oh, God. No, it is not for me. Not, not again, like not no. to like, I think people that do that are cool. But um, I, I don't know. I guess we're just used to like how, how we live. Like I like my electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I appreciate sitting my children in front of the TV and being like, shh, just for a bit, okay? Like, Mommy needs to blog. Mommy, <laughs> Mommy needs to blog. You need to be quiet. Turning on the Disney Plus, you're going to sit here, going to watch some shows. Yeah, yeah, no, I just, 
And I, I don't know. My thing. I, but like, I, I feel like our kid. I mean, I think our kids have a really good um, balance. Balance. Yeah, yes. that's a good word. Balance because. You know, like they have the lake they can go down to and jump in or fish from or whatever. Right, right, right. And they have the the property to run around. Right, exactly. And get the eggs and the milk and stuff like that. So I feel like it's a good balance. But then they. Without being extreme. Without being extreme. I think like. Somebody just commented on one of the Facebook things that it was like a mom and she was like talking about how, you know, they live a pretty. She didn't say off grid. So I don't know if they're off grid, but they're pretty like, you know homesteady and the fact that they don't like apparently get out much but um you know and I was like and I said like it's a balance you know it's like you right, know my, yes. my, our kids like yeah we try to make a lot of stuff but like then when there's when I'm I'm busy on nights I'm getting out that box mac and cheese you know or like, right when we're right. on like yes. we're on the road I'm gonna stop at Starbucks I'm getting a tea I'm getting a delicious. tea because I need caffeine to drive far <laughs> yes and 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 I just think, especially with kids, okay, this is just my personal opinion, but especially with kids, I feel like giving them experiences in life and not just like the homestead experience, but like social experiences are very important. (laughs) And and now I have, you know, my boys are 18 and about to be 17 and they they crave it. They reach that, that 13 age mark, it seems like, and they're craving to be around you know their own age group on like a daily basis and since we homeschool for us that that means they go down to our town you know little area next down the street from us our big you know hangout area where there's like the target and this huge like complex of whatever stores and shops and eateries and they hang out eateries eateries yeah cool word yeah so anyways (laughs) um I that's that's what that looks like for my kids for their social time and they're they're all very very social people and so I feel like if I didn't give them that I I would be doing them like a disservice so that's just my two cents though on the whole I think you it know. depends on the age of your kids Mo, like, like I just said thirteen like I just I just told you I, I um, just told you the age well, like, you're welcome well like no the, for my kids yeah it, it if seems when you like have like 13. itty bitties when they're like two and three and they can oh can, no they don't care yeah they you're don't. their whole entire world exactly like their parents yeah well for me it's their it's me their mom I'm their whole entire world my husband comes they're like oh hey dad but like you know <laughs> rude that's, that's the way it is sorry like whatever <laughs> put in more time I don't know what to tell you <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> truth, John. <laughs> our truth. So our point is that we don't live off grid at all, you and you don't, don't need to have to live off grid. But if you but do, it, that's it's amazing. About being, um, you know, self-sufficient and sustainable. So you know, if you can get solar panels, you should. But like that is even hard in itself because they're freaking expensive. So like, oh yeah, you got to have a pretty know, freaking good budget you, for that. And if you find property with a well, it's probably probably better than city water like that kind of stuff it's like things yeah. to think about i mean test your not- well though that is a tip people you're buying property it has a well because have someone come out to test your well and tell you how deep it is it's important you will thank me later because you you know you just because it just because they say oh it's a well don't just assume it's a good well <laughs> i mean would you Most, just assume yeah. you know you're not just going to assume it's a good car right you want to you want to see the car you want to test the car so That's like a really good point. you have to test your well so do it um, the next one is you can't have a full-time job in Homestead. And, the, you know, Sherry and I, we consider ourselves full-time parents. 
I, I am a full-time parent, 100%. We, uh, yes. And you are full-time, too. We full-time mom it. Full-time mom. You know, we homeschool all of our kids. Yeah. And we it's, still have time to, to homestead. And yeah. I know that probably a lot of people are like, well, that's easier because you guys are at home. So, but like there are plenty of people, homesteaders that have full-time jobs and then can still homestead. You, you might have to alter your life, but if that's what you want to do, then that's what you should do. Well, but right. If and if getting it's, up earlier and staying up later yeah. or what if have you. If it means something to you, then you're going to adjust your yeah, life to make it you fit value in. value it. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you definitely, there's plenty of people that do it. So don't think that, don't let that stop you. hundred percent. And if I can do it with my crazy kids, so can you. That's true. <laughs> She says crazy. <laughs> um, oh, so this was an interesting one that we came across. Like, I guess, like, a lot of people, because, like, homesteading, like, on, like, Instagram and Facebook and what have you, it is, like, uh, most of the time it's, like, women, like, and even us. Hello. Um, you know. <laughs> Girls here. Women. Yeah. We, um, did you know? Um, so. Which, uh, that's so weird. I didn't even, sorry, I'll finish your sentence, but I'm no, just thinking fine. about it. Yeah. I guess, I guess homesteading is more looked upon like a female um pastime what, well what whatever hobby? hobby i don't know and i lifestyle lifestyle there you go i didn't even really like realize that but actually it doesn't make a lot of sense because like um for example for me on our homestead i do all the homesteady stuff right my husband comes home from his full-time job supporting us with obviously money that's essential to life and he helps like with like the major like building things for sure but on a day-to-day basis it definitely is it's me like I'm milking I'm gardening I'm doing all the my girls are doing all the you know feeding watering chore animal things yeah so like it, it, it definitely is. it can be I obviously, but obviously it can be any gender any gender so we just want to break like that just myth a, yes a, a woman type thing but no for sure but yeah and a lot of the time that on instagram and stuff like that like even though the women are there taking all the pics and stuff their husbands are in the background doing a lot of the <laughs> manual labor so um, or holding the camera yeah or holding the camera being like make me look good sweetheart um, like, yes anyways it can it's obviously gender neutral can be you can homestead no matter well and like like i are. just said if i didn't have my husband obviously going to work and making money, then all most of our stuff wouldn't be happening on the homestead either. Homesteading is an expensive hobby. It is an expensive hobby. Most hobbies are though, right? You can. And the there's another myth. We didn't um, put this on here, but about that homesteading, you can't make any money homesteading. And we didn't put that on there for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so you can make money homesteading. It's just, um, I don't know if you could make a living off of it? I think it'd be quite difficult to make okay, a living so off of Okay, so I think if you had a very fine point focus on one thing you were making money off of and you didn't have anything else you did on your homestead. Like, let's say you were like, I'm growing peaches and I'm selling these and I'm going to make money. Yes, I think you could probably make money. I think because you can offset your costs, like your feed bills and stuff like that. that that's doable. Right. Very doable. Right. But to actually make like a living wage to where you wouldn't need any other form of income to supplement, I, yeah, I just don't think that, I guess because when I think of homesteading, I think of multiple different things that you do to be more self-sufficient and sustainable and whatever. So it's hard to obviously make money when it's like 
if you're doing all these different things because it takes a time to learn all these different things, correct? So my point is like if you were just like, again, I'm selling peaches. Like you learned everything about peaches and you were just doing peaches. Okay, great. You're probably going to make some money off it. But Peaches, huh? I don't know. Just That was the first thing that came to my mind. I'm, I'm looking at those pillowcase over there and it's like has these – I don't know. I don't know where it came from, to be honest. <laughs> I, I blame that pillowcase, though, because I did look at that pillowcase. Peaches came. It's a Christmas pillowcase. I, I don't normally have peaches in Christmas. Sherry's but drunk. <laughs> I wish. No. No, I don't wish. Ew, I hate being drunk. It's so I gross. Know. <laughs> uh, we're just going to have some tincture after this. <laughs> That's right. Just a couple of table tablespoons. We're That's good. all we need. Lightweights. Um... <laughs> Anyway, so we didn't put that myth on here for a reason because I don't know if you, but if you, you know, homestead 100% of the time and that's how you make your money, we'd love to know how. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your secrets. Uh, but as always, um, we really enjoyed talking to you guys today. We will talk to you all next time. Make sure you visit our Instagram page and our blog. Sherry just posted um, a new blog. That is super cool. What was it? It was the how to. How to start a homestead in four steps. Four steps, people. So you're welcome for that. And then um, also if you can visit our Patreon page and check that out, that will help us out. You can help us feed our animals. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And check out our podcast. Or This is our podcast. <laughs> She'll check, check out our <laughs> podcast. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> is this thing on? Uh, she so, is drunk. I'm so no more tincture for you. <laughs> I'm so used to writing that out. You know, like On check out our blog. Facebook, check out our Instagram. Sherry's our podcast. blogger. Hilarious. That's all. Check out our podcast. Wait, <laughs> this is our podcast. Where am I? Where am I? Uh, oh, but I did want to give a couple shout outs before we go. I wanted to shout out to roadside underscore farm on Instagram. He is, see, male homesteader right there in the house. Um <laughs> He is a homesteader, like I said, on Instagram. Check out his page. Um, he's super nice and stuff like that. He definitely deserves a shout out. And then Ladies Farm is, Ladies underscore Farm is another one on Instagram. And she also has a YouTube channel. And she is at the beginning of her journey on homesteading. So if you want to watch her as she goes, then you can check that out as well. And we'll put both those links on in the show notes of this episode. Yep. So that is all for today. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will talk to you all next time. Happy homesteading. Goodbye.